This is a radio show for people with problems, home improvement problems, that is, and for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, we're back again, and uh, you can tell this is uh, not good right here. So we're going to right, hit this snow. side right here. We're going to talk a little snow. We're going to talk a little ice damming uh, on this show, and we're going to tell you how to solve that problem, or at least what causes it. Whether or not you've got the money to solve, it's up to you. So before we get started, I want to say thanks to uh, the Niles Design District. Go to NilesDesignDistrict.com for more information. And uh, if you've got time, you're in the uh, Chicagoland area, a lot of great uh, areas to go out there and do do your shopping for your next kitchen, your bathroom, remodel, or uh, anything like that. So uh, go check Got them out. Everybody in, under one roof. That's right. And uh, make sure you click on the subscribe button. Click on the little bell. You'll get notified next time we post a new topic and a new show. Yes. So with that, let's get into the ice damming. So you guys in Chicago just got anywhere from 10 to 18 inches of snow, depending yep. on how much fell and how much drifted. Right. Two feet on and... the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the East Coast even is more. Yep. Um, so we wanted to talk about ice damming. Uh People understand ice damming is sort of normal, right? You got icicles. You see the pictures hanging over them behind us. Yep. So we need to tell you, though, ice damming's not normal. It's an indication <laughs> of a roof problem. Yeah. Or, or yeah. a ventilation problem. There you go. There you go. Or both. Or both. Correct. Or both. So, so two tail signs of ice damming. Go ahead. Right. The ice is about two foot, starts about two foot from the edge of the roof. Right. And water stains on the ceilings inside the house. Yeah. So if you've got something like this that's on your roof and then on the inside, the plaster, you know, paint's turning yellow. You see water stains. I've even been on, in houses where the water is running down the wall. It is, it, the, the ice damage coming in so bad. So right. uh, if it's coming in that bad, uh, oh, see, there's another one. Nice icicles hanging down right sure. there. So that's and if all... they're big enough, the icicles will kill you on your they fall on you. <laughs> you get skewered. <laughs> so, so the first thing we have to address is why is the ice dam forming? In other words, what's causing the snow to melt? Right. Okay. So this is a beautiful graphic. Yes, I love this one. This is my favorite one. So it's heat loss. So we talk about this all the time with insulation and air sealing. So you have heat loss through can lights. Right. You have that, heat loss through yep. un, you know, boxes that aren't sealed to the ceiling. Correct. Uh, it's just bad airflow. It's and also part of the roof neck, roof deck not being kept cold enough. If you if you're if you have your ductwork running through that attic space, that unvent or un, unconditioned attic area. See this side here is conditioned space for your second floor. That's attic space. It's unconditioned, but yet you have your ductwork out there. So that's blowing warm air through there. So that warm air is going to radiate off and melt the snow on the roof. You've also got yeah. over here where the framing is not sealed properly and air can leak through there and come up through that insulation because there's not a lot of insulation in that corner. That also allows that heat to escape and then melts the ice, or melts the water. Okay. And that's what causes it to melt. Now, what causes it to refreeze is almost the same thing. Yep. Once the 
ice is melting, the snow is melting, and it passes the exterior wall, right here. now you have a vented soffit or an area that's untreated, unheated, unconditioned, it starts to refreeze because that outer section is much colder. It's, it's the same that as the outside temperature. The ice dam. Right. And once that ice dam is created, now any water trying to shed off your roof is now held by that, backs up under shingles, and starts leaking down into the living space. Correct. So ice damming is a very simple process. Yes. The thing is, there's no reason to have it. <laughs> right. There's no reason to do this. There are ways to solve this problem so that it doesn't happen again, and it's not just a matter of uh, throwing heat cables up there or re-roofing or something like that. So right. On a re-roof. You mean my you mean my salt? If I, I can't just throw salt up there and be done with it? Yeah, your stockings well, it'll with help salt. in some respects. Yep. Salt will help in some respects. Salt will keep the ice dam from forming and keep the water shedding. So if we've had your house re-roofed in the last 10 years, a decent roofer probably tried to sell you ice and water shield. Yep. The ice and water shield typically goes around all the eaves, the gutter lines, and all at least three feet. Right. And then depending on the and here's the thing, it depends on the width of your soffits. It should go past your exterior wall three feet. So if you have five two foot soffits, you might need six feet, two rows. Correct. So you have to look at how much soffit you have and you want to get inside that. Now, this does not cure ice damming. This (laughs) keeps the water from backing up into your house. Correct. So is this a band-aid? One argument, yes, but not necessarily. If you live in the south side of Chicago, Beverly, or you know Mount Greenwood, there's no way you're going to be able to fix your roof and totally stop ice damming by be, with the proper way because you just the way the house is built, yep. you can't. Right, it's never it's never going to happen. Where uh, the you- rafter meets the top plate, yep, it's only going to be three and a half to five and a half inches. Right. We're telling you, you need R38 insulation, 16, 18 inches. Yeah. But no matter how much I blow in your attic, by the time I get to the exterior wall, yep. you'll get three and a half inches. <laughs> yes. So, and I ought to tell you that you're going to, that's your heat loss right there. And sure. that's what causes the ice damming. So new construction, it can be fixed, but this is the best way to pre- prevent interior damage to your home when right. ice damming occurs. So you got along, all along your gutter lines, up the valleys, around the chimneys, skylights, and then on flat roofs like this, so you just do the whole thing. Uh, the other mm-hmm. thing is, about 10 years ago, we started going six feet past the, the, where, that, where that roof and the wall meet. We're going six feet up the roof now because we, were on, we had some really uh, bad ice storms a few years ago, and that was mm-hmm. actually going past that three-foot mark. The ice damming was getting up that high. So we've actually gone to six feet now, and we haven't had any issues with that. So if you're in the northern tier of the country and you actually get a lot of good snow you might want to do six feet just just and to, an older just home to be that hasn't been air sealed doesn't Correct. have airtight can lights again don't ever insulate your attic without doing air sealing because all you've done is created a filter for the air and you're still going to have ice damming right <laughs> so how can we how can we cure this well the best way to do it is stop the first things and i just mentioned it stop the heat loss click Click. There we go. There go. So there. These See? are the cures. Right here. The one. Well, technically, it's my right. Yes. Right here. So you have heat loss going through these cans. You have, mm-hmm. You'll have it going through the corners. And all that heat goes up and it condensates on the backside of the roof. So now you're going to have ice forming on the backside of your roof. 
And then down here, this is going to create all your ice melting problems too. Mm -hmm. So now you've got your ice damming, you've got uh, your, the roof sheathing is going to be getting wet and moldy on the inside. If you've done your proper air sealing and all your fans are vented outside like that, and you right. have your proper venting like right here on your shoulder, you'll see that, yeah, see, oh, other way, other way. No, I'm sorry. I, I have such a hard time with that. So now you've got this coming out right through here and then it's vented out. See how this, this attic stays nice and cool, proper insulation, stays warm, ice melting and ice damming problems and no insulation, and it's not sealed properly. So Okay, so before you move on, I want to point out, and if you would, just point to that right there, there. the baffle. There's a baffle right shoved up to the bottom of the roof deck right there, mm -hmm. which allows the air from the soffit to go up and follow the bottom of the roof deck. What that Going does is it refrigerates the backside of the roof so that the snow doesn't melt. Correct. A properly vented roof with a ceiling insulation on the flat part, as yep. shown here, uh -huh. will not create ice dams. It's the air leakage from the house that's doing it. Now, that's still hard to do because with that baffle, you might only have three-inch insulation over that plate. Right. So how do we fix that new construction? You use, can use raised heels, right? Isn't that what it is? Yes, like energy these? heels. Oh, it, wait, energy heels. Not that kind of heel, <laughs> energy heels. <laughs> <laughs> I All right. like it. Give me, uh, give me the right heels. There, we're going to use those that's heels. That's a raised heel. There's a raised heel. Uh, I don't like those okay. arches as well. No, you don't? <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's ever been up in their attic and they've looked all the way out towards the soffit, you can't crawl out there because it's too tight. So what yep. we've got there is called a raised heel. Now, that's on a truss. Right. This but is truss. by raising that, when I talked earlier about R38 insulation going 16, 18 inches deep, depending on what you're using, I can now get that all the way out over the exterior wall. Yeah, give me the I next shot real quick. Put a baffle in there. Oh, no, oh, no, no, oh, so it's not sorry. those. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Quit there distracting people. <laughs> there. So this is the new way of doing it. That's the old way of doing it. You can yes. see how there's just no insulation in there, especially after you get your baffle in. To allow right. that air to go through, you, you only end up with three inches of fiberglass in there. Yeah, and if you go into a, an old, a house right now in the, in the northern part of this country with it being so cold outside, and you go in with a thermal imaging camera, mm -hmm. you'll have a blue line where the wall meets, you know, the wall and ceilings meet. Oh, Dead yeah. blue line telling you how much heat loss or how much cold's coming in, which is also your heat loss. Correct. Now, that's a truss in the previous picture, and that still looks to be a truss roof because you're obviously your top cord's running out to the fascia board. Right. But if you're doing new construction, you can literally build ceiling joists, and instead of putting a rake cut on them following the roof rafter, you put a rim joist, and then you put a plate on top of the rim joist, and then you put the rafter on top of that. Yep. We now insulate all the way out. And the houses that I did before I left Chicago were all done like that. And mm -hmm. guess who has no ice damming? <laughs> you know, yep. it, it can be done, and we're not talking tons of money to do this, it right. This doesn't cost any more, I don't think, to do it right. I mean, how much more is that, that going to be? A little bit more. You got the rim joist you got to put on there, and then it raises it, so you might need another eight inches of siding. Right. I mean, we're talking negligible amounts of money. That's the Correct. thing. Well, especially and compared it, to the roof repair that you're going to have to do because you you put a swimming pool up there. Sure. <laughs> well, again, yeah. it's it's heat loss. So mm -hmm. what does it cost to heat and 
to heat or cool your house. And if most of the heat loss is going through that intersection and I can stop that, that money up front over 30 years is 22 cents a month. Sure. You know, sure. versus $42 a month in age in heating bills. Right. No brainer. Nope. Try to all. sell somebody on it though. Well, I know. Mm -hmm. That's tough. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the bottom line again? Anyway. It was those heels. What kind of heels were those there, uh, Sonar? Oh, I think raised the, the, heels. Those, those raised heels? Raised yeah, heels. Those. Yeah, those. Raised heels. There, there you go. Stilettos. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I said the right. last thing you want to do is get the snow off the roof. That would keep it from melting. Right. So if, if right now, you know, it's snowing out there, you can't go reframe your house. You don't have time to get or the money to do the insulation. You can you can go out. Watch out, Rich. I'm gonna watch. I'm coming through. Uh, there. Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, you, you can get one go. of those right there. See, this thing is so big it doesn't even fit in the studio here. But it's a roof rake, and you just this extends out to 21 feet, and you can see he's got the same thing going there. You just you go up. You can see right here's the end of the roof line. So that's where that ice is going to start because this mm -hmm. is all exposed. So. He's grabbing all that and bringing it down and getting it out of the way so that that way that doesn't come down, get in the gutter, freeze, and, and start to have problems. So you can rake those, those eaves down now before it starts to melt and before the, the ice starts to get created. You want to do it right away, right after it snows. Right. Yes. And get it all raked And now down. that your temperature dropping to single digits, everybody's cranking their heat, so right. ice damming starts now. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, if it hasn't started yet, it's going to. And even right. on homes that are halfway decently built, because we're starting to get into the single digits, you're going to start seeing that because the heat's going up, there's more heat loss, and there, that's, that's when all this ice damming is going to have problems. Uh, HVAC, are, they're going to, the, the, the vents where they get, 90-plus vents where they get vented outside, those are going to freeze up, and you're going to end up with pictures like this all over the place. So, yeah, um, not good. No. And it's, it's curable. Good. It, it all, it's all preventable if you know how to build it correctly. Correct. So I think with that, that helped. Hopefully that helped. It gave mm -hmm. somebody an idea of what ice damming is and, mm -hmm. and how to prevent it, how to stop it, and uh, move forward. So um, I think that's it. I think we're good. Yeah. Thank you, Niles Design District, for having us on. Yep. In, out. Again, and help sponsoring the show. And make sure you click on that mm -hmm. subscribe button. And uh, click on some of these other videos that are following up if you want to follow us again. Just click on the subscribe, click on the bell, and uh, you'll be notified when we uh, hit the air with a new one, a new mm -hmm. topic. So with that, I think we're going to say it right now. Keep it square and level. Till Til next week. Till next time. Oh, dang it. Next time, it next was week, me. next oh. month. It was me. Yeah, right. whatever. Or in five minutes if you're going to watch the next video. <laughs>